0: Thank you for joining me on this journey, and now, let's create a life we love. Well, hello and welcome. Thank you for joining me again. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is my podcast, The Seven Transformations. I wish you a happy Easter, Passover, whatever it is that you're celebrating or not celebrating. If it's just even the weekend, that's only something to celebrate. I know I rarely have time to myself to just sit around and do nothing. And when I do get a free Sunday, uh, it is a special treat. So if that's what you're celebrating, have at it, have some fun, and be mindful. You know, today's episode actually, this is about mindfulness. I wanted to share with you an experience that I had very recently, actually this last week. It was a little spontaneous, um, but it motivated me actually for this episode. So Long story short, I drive home every night around the same street. So uh, around here in Phoenix, it's basically 32nd Street and Cactus. Well, regardless if that means anything to you or not, uh, I've been doing this for, you know, 10 years, maybe more. And there's a guy, there's an old man that sits on the corner of 32nd Street and Cactus with these little coins that he sells. He sells these little coins and he makes makes stuff for you and all this kind. He's probably like, you know, I think he said he was 75. So anyway, I used to think he was homeless every time I'd drive by, especially at nighttime. You know, you see this guy there all hunched over. He's a very small man, a very small frame. Uh, and he's got his little wheelchair that he's sitting in, and he's got this little setup with these tiny little LED lights that blink. And it it always feels like something out of a Christmas movie every time you drive past, you know. So basically last week, I'm like, you know, I have this podcast. I like to talk about creating a life you love. I've been interviewing a lot of people. I had the wild idea to just literally stop and uh, go check in on this guy. So I went and parked next to, it was like a church's chicken, and he's right there. So I walked out, and I said, hey, you know, how's it going? Are you you doing all right? How's, you know, how's life? And it was a very interesting conversation from that point. You know, I initially offered to interview him, and uh, he politely refused. I guess he'd been the topic of a lot of other such projects. You know, the news had come in and done a story on him called Miracles on 32nd Street. And this is kind of the title of this episode where I got my inspiration from. But, you know, he proceeded to tell me about his life. And, you know, he's 75, I think 76, something like that. And you know he's fine he has a house he's uh you know with his wife and everything so he wasn't nearly as you know bad badly off as I had made it out to be so that was good you know I was talking to him about how he comes out there every night and he's just amazed by the generosity of people the kindness of people and it was a really positive message from this guy you know it was something I didn't expect I ended up talking to him for probably a good 40 minutes there, just talking about life. And the one takeaway that I got from it that inspired me to do this episode was he kept repeating to me, I just take it one day at a time. I just take it one day at a time. And he gave me this little scroll of like three pieces of paper that he said, you know, these things really touched my heart, so I'm going to give them to you. And he reached in his little bag that he had, and he gave me these little scrolls, these pieces of paper that are kind of almost ivory kind of paper. It's, it was really cool. I'm like, wow, this is like a special moment. There is some purpose to this happening right now. And so, you know, he's a Christian guy, very, very faithful, you know, old school dude. And we talked about basically christianity's version of basically being a good person and all that stuff and it was a very cool cool thing and i'm very thankful and grateful to have had that moment with him and given me these little pieces of paper i love things like that i love keeping things like that framing them anytime somebody writes me a a really nice personal note or gives me something like that i always keep it i have a stack of you know the thank you cards i've gotten from my students and holiday cards and birthdays and all that stuff so this was a really cool thing, and I wanted to read them to you, actually. There's two in particular. The third one is just a cute little, like, slogan banner type of thing, but there's two stories on here. Uh, One of them is one that you probably have heard, or maybe have seen posted on Facebook. It's a pretty common thing. They're both, you know, Christian themed, so again, this is not a Christian podcast, and uh, whatever your faith beliefs are, it doesn't matter. I think they make for good conversation and for a good uh, support to the topic that I wanted to talk about today, which was mindfulness and patience, and particularly how those things lead to peace. But I'm going to go ahead and actually read them to you, and uh, here we go. So the first one is titled Rest. It's just like this piece of paper with the word rest at the top, and then a paragraph And then at the bottom of the paragraph, there's a bunch of writing, like notes that he took, I guess, on just being joyful, being peaceful, be still, you know, all these really interesting words. So here we go. The first one says, rest. Ours is an age of anxiety and stress, because ours is an age of speed. We take pride in explaining to each other about our busyness, but feel vaguely guilty if we relax. God did not intend for his people to live in a state of perpetual hurry. From his own example in Genesis to the promises of the New Testament, it is clear that God wants us to discover rest and refreshment for our body and soul. Weariness comes from bearing too heavy of a burden for too long at a time. If we don't have a regular vacation or times of refreshment, weariness may even become fatal. Sometimes a job that seems too big can be as burdensome as a job that is truly too big. We can grow weary just thinking of an enormous job ahead. The Lord helps the fallen and lifts those beneath their loads. And it's got a bunch of writing beneath it. There's 86,400 seconds in one day. That's another thing we talked about. It's that whole piggy bank idea of having time and how are you using it every day. And uh, below that... It's got some more notes, peace, be still, you know, joy. It's really interesting. You know, it's it's a very interesting thing to me because although, like I said, this is obviously a Christian-themed content in this paper that he gave me, uh, I, I don't look at that. You know, I look at the message behind it. I look at the message of peace and being mindful, you know, being well-rested, taking time to recuperate and regenerate, one of the things that I talk about in the book and that I will be writing about as well in the future is this idea of that we're a space, that we are a space for something, you know, and that relates to the seven chakras that I write about in the book and what the seven transformations is about Your first chakra, the one that is, if you're familiar with them, they're energy centers in the body. And the first one is basically right at the bottom of your butt. It's right where your tailbone is, that kind of thing. It represents safety and security and your relationship to anxiety and fear and danger and all these things that are extremely primal you know, it's a very important chakra. And the way I explain chakras in the seven transformations and how I, you know, see my work, you know, with people, how I use it as a guide to behaving and acting and, and helping people become more peaceful and mindful and things like that, is that the chakras are like a pipe. You know, the chakras are a pipe that flows your creative energy. That's what all of this stuff that I talk about is themed around creating a life you love. Means that your creative energy is not leaking anywhere, or it's not blocked up anywhere. Because if you think about it, a pipe, you know, a pipe can either, you know, spring a leak, right? So energy is leaking outward, or it can be blocked up by something. It needs to be cleaned up or released, and your energy centers work in a very similar way. If that's something that you believe, or if you don't believe it, you've never heard it, try it on, you know, see what does that allow you to see in your own life. I'm not saying this is the absolute truth, but it is definitely a useful tool. So if we think about the energy center of, you know, danger and fear and anxiety and all these things, safety, if that rules all those areas, if there is a leak, meaning energy is going outward, what we tend to see that manifested as is preoccupation. We're preoccupied with the busyness of the world as this little note that I just read from, uh, actually his name is Paul. His name is Paul. So from Paul, the note that I read from him, you know, it's preoccupation. We're living a busy life constantly. And this is one of the seven obstacles that I outline. They're one of the main recurring obstacles that we'll never be able to get rid of, in a sense. I mean, it's always going to be there. You're always going to have stuff to do. There's always going to be responsibilities. So a busy life is inevitable, especially if you live in the city. And certainly we have to learn to accommodate for it, because preoccupation makes the energy in your first chakra, that center that's responsible for you know, safety, you know, feeling safe, it makes the energy leak when you're preoccupied with something think about it you're looking to the outside you're preoccupied about the future the the next thing the what happened there you know in the past so there's some kind of preoccupation that's going from outside of yourself and that's a leak that's a leak of your energy if you're leaking energy in that way then it is difficult for you to create really anything if you're preoccupied all the time you're in a rush, if you're busy, 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 if you're working too hard, you haven't taken time to rest and relax and be mindful. You know, so my, all of these things, leaks and blockages, my tool for addressing them is looking at, okay, if there's a leak, let's say preoccupation, how do I address that? Well, mindfulness is how you address it. Mindfulness is the patch that puts patch on that leak, because what's missing from somebody who's preoccupied is being in the moment, being present, being still, just like the note that Paul wrote on this little scroll that he gave me. And I think it's funny that his name is Paul, since that's one of the, you know, apostles, I guess. Again, this is not, I'm not trying to promote Christianity or anything through this show, but it was a really cool experience. And... I look at these types of things as messages from the universe, regardless of the outlet or channel that they come through. So I see the message. I don't really care about the details. And I think it's funny. You know, be still. Be mindful. That is one of the keys to living a created life because what that does is it contributes to peace. You know, ultimately, I another founding belief of the seven transformations that I talk about is that when you're, let's say your pipe is healed, right? You have your chakras and it's all a pipe and things like that. When it's flowing correctly, a pipe is really a space for something. It is a space for energy to flow and to to manifest for something. Well, when your first chakra is healed, it's you know complete, it's not leaking or blocked, it is a space for energy to flow through and when energy flows through that correctly and in alignment the opposite of, you know fear and anxiety and danger is peace peace is the first part of living a creative life it is the first transformation that i talk about in the book i call it the seeds of peace because there's two there's two of everything if every you know if, if it's leaking it's preoccupation if it's blocked up, you know, it's doubt. And that's the second thing that I'll read to you in a little bit. But doubt is when we are blocked in that area. We doubt. You know, I doubt. I, I am worried. But doubt in not a preoccupied sense, but in a sense that I lose faith. You know, and, and in a sense that I don't have faith about Whatever it is that it is in my life, whether it's myself, the future, it's a a level of fear that is, it's fear, but it's a different kind of fear. You're blocked up. You're inhibited in some way. That's what a blockage is, ultimately. There's some level of inhibition. And I'm going to read this to you now, that it's appropriate. This is the second thing that Paul gave to me. Very interesting little night I had. And again, this is Christian-themed. This guy is an old-school dude. He was telling me a lot about his life, and that's a big part of his life. So he decided to share that with me, and I thought it was really cool. So I'm going to share it with you. You've probably heard this story before, but it's called Footprints in the Sand. So here we go. One night, a man had a dream. He dreamed he was walking along the beach with the Lord. Across the sky flashed scenes from his life, For each scene, he noticed two sets of footprints in the sand, one belonging to him and the other to the Lord. When the last scene of his life flashed before him, he looked back at the footprints in the sand. He noticed that many times along the path of his life, there was only one set of footprints. He also noticed that it happened at the very lowest and saddest times in his life. This really bothered him, and he questioned the Lord about it. Lord, you said that once I decided to follow you, You'd walk with me all the way, but I have noticed that during the most troublesome times in my life, there's only one set of footprints. I don't understand why when I needed you the most, you would leave me. The Lord replied, my precious, precious child, I love you and I would never leave you. During your times of trial and suffering, when you see only one set of footprints in the sand, it was then that I carried you. So, you know, that's pretty much it. Again, that's a Christian-themed thing. I think that the message, regardless of the faith that you happen to be, or lack thereof, doesn't matter, I think the message is pretty clear. It's about faith, and not faith in a religious sense. I don't think that faith is owned by religion. It tends to connote those ideas. When you hear faith, It's you know there's some religious context, but it's not about that. Faith, actually, is one of the most important virtues to create in your life, because it has to deal with letting go of control. It has to deal with trust. And the mother of all those, which is the answer to the blockage of doubt in our first chakra, is patience. Patience, if you think about it, is the mother of many, many virtues, especially things like mindfulness, faith, trust, letting go because patience allows you to see beyond the present moment it allows to see beyond the present moment in a in a way that's not anxious you know usually when we hear about thinking about you know the future or past or whatever it is we are preoccupied as we talked about when energy's leaking but patience is about detaching yourself from the present moment And looking at the greater picture, looking at the greater timeline, seeing that you are taken care of, that there's cycles of life that are natural. You not take too much meaning in what is happening right now. And to let go. And patience leads to faith. And when you have faith, you also have peace. So it clears up that doubt that is blocking up your first energy center of safety and danger and anxiety and all these things that tend to manifest when energy is not in alignment. So you've got on one side a leak, which is preoccupation, constantly thinking of the outside world and all of these anxieties. And you've got a blockage, which is doubt. And doubt can be in all forms. Doubt can be you doubt that people like you. You doubt that you can succeed You have a fear of failure at whatever you're doing. There's a lot of ways that doubt can manifest. I mean, but it all boils down to what these two boil down to in this energy center. The theme, so to speak, is control. Control is ultimately, it's a primal thing. You know, control for resources, control for energy. That is an evolutionary thing. And this first energy center, it's also related to centers of the brain, you know, the very primordial parts of your brain are the parts that are on the most inside. You know, as our brain evolved, it got more layers. Well, each chakra actually, coincidentally enough, relates to different parts of those layers. And this one is the most primitive, primal one that has to deal with survival. And, of course, survival is about being a separate unit in a bunch of separate parts competing for resources. So control is the theme of the energy center and how it's governing your behavior your emotions so control you know control is important you know we have to control things Uh, but at the same time we don't as well because there's a lot of things that you can't control and when you have a healthy relationship with con with control that's one of peace that means your energy center is aligned you are mindful and you practice patience on a regular basis like these two little stories that I shared with you today. And that creates a space for the energy to flow through you in that center very freely and into a place of peace. That's how you create peace in your life, at least through the structure that I deal with, the seven transformations. This is the first. And I'm sharing it with you today, uh, inspired by that little moment with Paul down the street from me. You know, I'll close with this. There's a lot I could talk about here, and I've introduced a topic to you that I'll be writing a lot about, especially in the book and speaking about. This is the first transformation. It is transforming your relationship to control, to create peace. So I could go on a lot about it, but I'm going to end with this. Paul, because I read it in one of the other things that I was reading here, one of his notes was there's 86,400 seconds in a day. And he was telling me about an accountant friend 50 years ago that told him, you know, Paul, you have to forgive. It was regarding something that he was really upset with this guy about. I don't remember what happened, but he's telling him about forgiveness. You know, and the accountant said, there's 86,400 seconds in a day. And he was telling him how tomorrow, you know, is a promised check. You know you're going to get it, and yesterday is gone. You know the bank has already you know, already spent the money, so how are you going to use that check that you know you're getting? Because the remaining amount of time that you don't use productively or for fun or for relaxing for something that you enjoy that you love, it's gone forever. You know, and this was 50 years ago, and he was sharing the story with me, and. It really made an impression on me to see this man 50 years later, you know, in the future age, talking to some kid half of his age, telling him about these things, giving me his message at the corner of 32nd Street. I thought it was very special. So I share that with you. We live a busy life, and it's very easy to become preoccupied with things. It's very easy for the stress of life to put doubt on you. We live in a rat race. It's inevitable. So practice mindfulness. Take time to breathe, be present in the moment. And also practice your ability to detach yourself from the moment when that moment isn't serving you and look at the bigger picture. That's what patience is about, seeing the greater timeline of your life. And in the end, all those things build faith and peace. And with peace, you can create a lot of things. So I'm wishing you peace on this Easter weekend. I'm actually Eastern Orthodox, so my Easter isn't until next weekend. But regardless, it doesn't matter. Whatever you happen to be celebrating, Passover, happy Passover, happy Easter. Or happy Sunday or Saturday if you have some time off. Thank you so much for listening try to be more mindful in your life and discover the virtues of patience because it truly is the mother of many, many things. And it is not easy, but it's something that we want to continually work on. So thank you so much for listening. This has been an episode that I was spontaneously creating from my little visit with Paul down on here on 32nd Street and allowing me to share this with you. Again, there's a lot of messages that are religious in nature, but try to look past them. I don't really look at the religion at all. I see it all as a, as a universal message. So thank you for letting me share that with you, and I hope that it's contributed to your life in having more peace and patience and mindfulness in your day-to-day. So if you like this episode, share it with your friends. Thank you so much for being a listener I love doing this show. I love sharing my insights with you and I'm looking forward to growing this in the future with all the interviews that I'm doing and lovely people that I'm meeting and uh, insights that I'm getting. I hope to finish my book in about another year or so. It's definitely an endeavor. It's a project. If you've ever written a book, I'm sure you know how it is. I love writing, but it's one of those things where you have to get comfortable with constantly rewriting and throwing things away, so as I do this podcast, it has been a major help in being able to share these things with you as a way to help me go back and create it in the book. And I'm really excited for when it's going to be finally done and I can share it with everybody. Because I think there's some really life-changing stuff in there, uh, because it was life-changing for me realizing some of these things. So again, hopefully this has contributed to your life. Thank you so much being part of this show. If you want to support it, I have a Patreon account now. Uh, you can check the website for more details. Also on Facebook, Instagram, all that jazz. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you on the flip side. You're listening to The 7 Transformations Podcast with your host, Tudor Alexander. For weekly articles on creating a life you love, stay connected at the